Hey, it's Dan here. If you want to hear this episode of the Backchat Podcast without ads and get extra content that no one else gets, head to backchatstudios.com.au where you can sign up as a patron and access all of our bloody good merch. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, Relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Yes, hello, Backchat 2.0. We're back, episode two, we made it. Episode one, done and dusted. Could have been the end of us, but 2.0, we're back for episode two. Myself, Will Schofield, Dan Const, the new thumper. Not poor man thumper, but the new thumper is here with me. Hi, Dan. Thanks, Will. Um, how long am I going to be like the ex-thumper for? Um, like, can, can we, by episode four, can I just be Dan? Yeah, I mean, I don't want to put a ceiling on it. I don't want to, I don't want to say this is the moment you're going sure. to walk away from that. All right. But it's you probably know. not the start of episode two. Okay. We've just done episode one. <laughs> hey, it is good to be back, though. I was surprised that we got one episode done. Mm. Now we've done two. Yeah, I'm a bit surprised, too. A bit's happened since then. Instagram's been cranking. Backchat underscore podcast. Yes, you heard that right. Underscore is there. And Twitter. We have Twitter now, Dan. Yes, I did get a random follow from an account this afternoon, and it was uh, was you. Did I follow you? Yeah, of course. Backchat underscore pod. Not podcast <laughs> oh, on Twitter. God. They wouldn't. Mate, it's got to be under 15 characters. And right. pod, backchat back underscore podcast was 16 characters. Right. Right. So we've got a different handle for every possible Yeah, that's media. correct. Yeah, right. Instagram is backchat underscore podcast. Twitter is backchat underscore pod. Email is hello at backchatpodcast.com.au. All of which, all three of those, have, have that's bringing the traffic. Yeah, People want to be involved in this podcast. And I, I enjoy that because that's really why I wanted to start this back up. That's why I want to start backchat because it's been a people's podcast for a long time. It was yep. shut down for a little while. Hopefully last week it kind of laid out a bit how we're differentiating ourselves from just back chat. Yeah, of course. We've put a 2.0 at the end of it. Exactly. Right. Main difference. Okay, cool. So episode two, I assume we've got a guest this week. Um, no, unfortunately it right. is just you and I. Right. Just to give a bit of space because we don't want to go too hard too soon. Right. I don't want to burn out by episode four mm. and, you know, we've got Tom Cruise here well, and there's nowhere to go from there. I, yeah, well, there's certainly no, there's no, only, only way from Tom Cruise is down. Exactly. Because he is the top of the, the he's <laughs> very top of the part. We've got to add him to the list, Tom right. Cruise. Right, so guess, okay. So just to explain to the listeners, the reason why I don't want a guest every week, because I don't, I don't, and mm. it's not going to be a guest every week. So no. if that's instantly ruin your hopes for this podcast and you've just switched off thanks for joining us yeah. goodbye see you next time but 
And the reason is there's a lot of guest related podcasts, you know, yeah. guest after guest, which I, I love. I listen to a lot of them. Joe Rogan, probably the best in the business, is about the guest. Yeah. Well, I do want this to be like that, and we will have guests, but putting one every week, I've 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 been in it to I've done a podcast out of a dungeon with a phone in the middle of us, trying to get a guest every week, yep. and they pull out, right? Yeah, of course. And they say, I'm not, on Tuesday, Tuesday night, recording on Wednesday morning, I can't, I can't do it anymore. And it yep. just puts a lot of pressure on the people making the podcast, which is you and I. Yes. And we're not going to do that. So this week, no Tom Cruise. No Tom Cruise, but I do have an update for the list. Last week... What list? We're making a list. We're ma- we are, making, we are mm. making a list, a guest mm-hmm. list that we want, a little wish list. Okay. Last week, we discussed a couple of Frio cult heroes, one being Clive Waterhouse. Yes. The other... Godra. Godra. Mm. I would like to let you know that I have made inwards with... Inroads? In, inwards. Inroads with Godra. <laughs> you what? Yes. So I <laughs> I'm told, sorry, this is big news. Um, yes. So I am one step away from speaking with him directly i've been speaking with his people and they're Hang like on. who is his people well i'm what, not JC? gonna give away yeah he's no. speaking with jesus christ his son <laughs> son of godra no no so i was i was speaking i was speaking to another guy today who i know works with tony and I what's said, tony even do he, he, he does just a takes hangers on people for a living yeah. you pay him 100 bucks he rocks up your house and he gives he pulls a hang on you hey careful that's a good business <laughs> idea okay. um so i did reach out to someone okay and i said hey mate um really keen to talk with tony he goes well look honestly i can't give you tony's number straight up fair enough hmm. if i had tony's number in my phone it would probably blow up but yes. he has my number now and tony will get in contact Tony Modra has your Tony Godra Modra has your phone number. Uh, if he has been forwarded it, he and he's going to get in contact it. with you. Yes. So wow. they are inroads, not inwards. They're inroads to get Tony Modra on the pod. Look, That's my I'd, update for you. I will tell you. Okay, if we if we're doing updates on guests, I reached out to a guest this week. Did you? Oh, yeah. Okay. Shannon Hearn. Oh, uh, nice. I, I figured you know just broke the um, games record. Yeah. Two nine one for West Coast Eagles. Said bunger. How are you, mate? He said, good, thanks. And I said, mate, doing a podcast, back at the club. We're fired up back chat. I know you're a big fan. Yeah. Long-time listener. Uh, jump on this week. And he said, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he said, absolutely not. No. He, he, I, I knew it was a no coming because he's, he's that sort of guy. He'd just rather just move on. He doesn't want to make a big scene about it. But he has promised that mm. when it's all done and dusted, his first interview will be with back chat. Well, when his career is done. That's correct. Great. So he's at 2991. Who knows if this is last year? If it is, we've got him at the yep. end of the year. If it's not, we'll see him in the year after that. Yep, or right? the year after that. We just need to keep this going for a good couple of months. All right, so there's our guess. We will, we will have someone, probably the next couple of weeks, we'll have someone on. Yeah, of course. But it's going to yeah, be yeah. appropriate. Yeah, That's yeah, what yeah. I'm trying to say. We're not just going to get any old person just in here purely for the sake of getting, getting yes, a guess. Yes, that's correct. Um, now, media call-outs. I mentioned I want to bring that a part of the Backchat 2.0 schedule. Um, last week, I, I called out Tom, Tom Brown. Yes. Um, because he was saying that Elliot Yo was going to get traded to Carlton and yes. Cripps was going to get traded to West Coast. Yep. What happened? I, well, I said that Cripps had signed a four-year deal. That's right, yep. I don't think that's happened. I, I, think, I, I think I, a part of my media call-outs, have created a furphy in the media. I don't think that's happened. Well, from my understanding is mm. that he, there's like a contract in, in place. They're just figuring out the right. tiny details. Right. So that, I that, think you're safe. That means, safe. Well, that means nothing though. So I apologise to anyone that was offended by that, especially Elliot Yo and Patrick Cripps, because I know they, they also 
like Shannon Hearn, like Tony Modra, be listeners to the yes. show. Well, we don't have any updates on that, but I would like to continue media call out. So if you do see something in, in, in the media, yep. mainly on socials, because that's where a lot of the, you know, the unchecked statements come out. Mm. Oh, I might tweet, I was sitting at home having a wine, yep. Tommy Brown just chucks out a little tweet and there's no, no checking of it. So if you see something, say something. I want you yep. to send it through. Send it to some of our handles. You heard them before. Backchat underscore podcast on Instagram. Backchat underscore pod on Twitter. Or you can email me. Hello at backchatpodcast.com.au. Someone did get in contact with us about the media. Did they? Yes. They sent us an email. Did they? John Wayne sent us an email. Right. And that was about the media. I have this in front of me, I believe. Do you want to read? Why don't you read the first bit? And then I'll read the little chunks that they were sent through. We appreciate this, John. So John's emailed in. Hello at backchatpodcast.com.au. Hey, lads. Love the first step. Thanks, John. I especially enjoyed the bit when Sco went hard on the media. As a consumer of footy news media, I I could not have agreed more. There you go. I find myself perplexed by the media. And last week, I jotted jotted down some phrases they were using and assembled them into a couple of poems for your reading pleasure. So John has sent through poems by yeah. email. So no, and this isn't made up. This might sound like we're creating content. Uh, for no. This is legitimately in my head. Yeah. You hear that? Yeah. That's the email. That's John Wayne, a completely real name. He's, I know you, th- you think we are making this up, but that was the name of the email address. Right. So this first one apparently had the words from Cain Corns. Cain Corns, a poem by Cain Corns' words. From phrases that he'd used. This one's called Depth. A second-year player, high, first-round draft pick, just knows where the goals are. He knows where to finish. He plays with a smile on his face. He loves his footy. He's clean. He makes good decisions. <laughs> what is happening right now? It's <laughs> a poem. Can Thank you, you, John Wayne. Okay. Can you read the... Okay, so there's a second one. Yep, this one's called A Good Question, Robbo. C- can you do this one more in the um, form of... Uh, what yeah, is that? that? The, the, the sort of the, the poetry that's like abstract poetry where they get up on stage and they oh, kind of slam poetry. Yeah, you got it. Okay. Can you do this more slam? Please? Yeah, okay. How long? <laughs> How long does it take to for that to develop into their their own little groove within the within the team groove? It's a good question, Robbo. That keep up called... keep up the good work, fellas. I'll be tuning in for sure. Go Eagles. Well, John. Thanks for that. You know what? I actually appreciate it. Yeah. If you got Str- poems, send them in. Strange. <laughs> a strange. We're putting that one in the bin. I mean, n- no, we're not. John, very good. I think he does highlight, the, the, they do say some odd things. They've got some phrases that don't make sense. How long? How long does it take for that to develop into their, their own little groove within the, within the team groove? So right. I think that's verbatim from Robert. Right, okay. Well, I think the poem could potentially be as strange as the media, <laughs> the media works. So, right, moving on. Media call-outs. I want to see some more. Giveaways. Yes. This, What's on offer today? This probably should have been top of the table, but I didn't think about the intro. So No, you know what? It's the, as we say in journalism, the nut graph. The what? <laughs> Trust me, it's a thing. We're getting You're not... To, <laughs> we're getting to the, the best bit right now. Okay. We've led them in, and huh. now we're going to give them the absolute crucial detail uh, of this podcast. As we, as we have said, the people's pod. Mm-hmm. Backchat 2.0 is doing giveaways this year. And this week, we're giving away two tickets to this weekend's game. West Coast v Essendon, Saturday night. You'll be there live. You'll be sitting there watching in the stands from Optus Stadium. Two tickets, though. Two Great. tickets, two. Do you know why? Best question for social media. Yeah, and we got, we, got, we got tons. We didn't run social media around one because episode one because... 
I wanted to give a bit of time to breathe, time to, time to move. Yep. And we've rolled it out and look, no surprises, social media. It's, it's, ba- it's back, baby. Yeah, oh, it's mate, back. we have pages. It, I'm back. wasting a lot of paper printing. So, so the best question for social media this week, we'll win two tickets. Yep. Don't know how we'll get the tickets to them. There's been, there's been just a bit of a preamble. There's been some entries from Canberra, uh, huh. Sydney, Pakistan. There was it Pakistan? Go. Is that where we've got listeners? No, Sri Lanka. No, no, there was a Pakistan listener okay. as well. Okay, perfect. Yep. Um, so yeah, social media will be a bit later on, but we're giving away stuff this year. We're going to do that. Amazing. Okay. All right. So we'll announce the winner later on once we go to once we get to some of those questions. Okay. Cool. I want to bring to you. Now we did post about this on our social media. Yeah. I've got to bring to you. So probably once a year, this piece of audio or this video comes up of Brett Kirk. Now you've been you've been a footy player, and in the media. <laughs> yes. Brett Kirk. I don't know if he's done much more since this. But take a listen to this little intro to a Saturday game of footy, I want to say maybe five years ago. I just want to give you a bit of an insight into the Saturday afternoon team. We're a bunch of unique individuals. Malthouse, Harley, Zemplis, McLaughlin and myself. We're going to engage with our minds and our hearts. We're going to exchange ideas, thoughts and even our energy. And to speak from your heart, you need to have courage. You need to be honest and authentic. We're not always going to get it right. And sometimes you're not going to agree with us. But that's okay. Because just like you, we care. Just like you, we're passionate about the game. So if you want to come along for the ride, join us on Sadayavos because we just love the footy. What the hell is that? <laughs> it goes well. If you, if you haven't seen it, jump onto Instagram. Um, jump onto backchat underscore podcast. It is one of the all-time low points of media in football uh, someone, someone commented this is the exact moment that Brett Kirk's media career died <laughs> they're, they're commentating the football yeah. they're going to exchange energy they care yeah. they're passionate and if you want to come along for the ride what, what, what? so what's happened like what happens when media <laughs> hits up footy players and goes hey mate you're, you know, you're injured for a couple of weeks we're going to jump you know, jump into the broadcast are they going can you prepare a minute uh, monologue just in case yeah, but, we but that's not him as a footballer that's him as he is in the media doing this the, the, yeah this is what <laughs> yeah but he was still playing at that time he was just injured look i mean what happens in general is oh well you're gonna have to do an introduction to those footy uh you might you might want to intro both teams summarize the game have a little bit of something prepared. What I think's happened, <laughs> what I think has happened to Brett, someone said, we want you to write something down and script it yeah. and memorise it. <laughs> Brett's gone and done that, yeah. sat down in front of the mirror or maybe his partner, <laughs> wife or other, and has, and has read that out a th- maybe a thousand to five thousand times. Yeah, to get it right. <laughs> Still doesn't quite nail it, if I'm going to be honest. I also imagine him in the shower, just going over sentences. <laughs> And like maybe he had something else. He's like, nah, not good. It's just, it just, it doesn't flow. It does. Uh, it's just weird. It is just amazing. And I love that. Yeah, every now and then it just pops up again, and it gets some media coverage. I really, well, I really thought, I really thought we could use that for for a back chat intro. Maybe we could just splice that in a little bit. All right. You're, you're the you're the you're the audio you're, you're the that. audio guy. I could work in. Maybe you can splice a bit of it into our you know sexy new intro. Yep. Which is quite you know quite. Clean and nice. Maybe it's clean and nice. Slice a little bit of Brett Kirk in for yeah, me. Yeah, everybody needs a little Kirk, you know? Before we get to the important thing, which mm. will be social media in a little bit, I yep. did want to ask last week we did a challenge. Oh, uh, yeah. Right? Um, yes, that I 
pretty sure overwhelmingly won. I, I polled, I polled Western Australia. I was going to say the universe, but probably more Western Australians that are listening to this podcast. Which was better? Yeah. Which was it? Your under nines, five for 16. Okay, it was under 12s. Under 12s. Under 9s would probably be more impressive, but <laughs> under 12s. Under 12s, five for 16. In a final. Yep, and on a hat-trick on the last ball of the day, and then, and then you've bowled off the pitch the next year. Yeah, but new season doesn't count. Was that more impressive than my ninth place nationally in the 800 metres as an yep. under 15? Yeah, so you didn't make it into a final. The poll results are in. All right. I, didn't, I haven't checked this poll, by the way, so uh, let's see what these results are, and then I might have to do it. The results count. were 16. No, I won't tell you exact ones. I'll tell you one. That was me. Under 12s. Five for 16. <laughs> yes. Under 12s, five for 16. So that was, that was episode one, challenge one. Yep. You promised the listeners yep. there'll be a challenge each week. Yeah. What is it this week? Look, I'm still riding high off my victory, and I think we'd better leave it because I don't want you to get too down in the dumps too quickly. It's 1-0 to me. We've got a long year ahead of us. There's a chance you could go down too quickly, and I don't want that to happen. So let's, th- let's let it breathe for a week. Next week I'll bring you something, but I, I did have a feeling I would win, and I don't want you to get too depressed. I don't want to get a call next Tuesday and you'd be like, "Oh, I can't do the." I podcast. just want to say, yeah, you done? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you done? Yeah, I'm finished. I just want to say how disappointed I am right? <laughs> because okay, because you know you you you're a part of this podcast, but but you're a part of the furniture at the moment, and gave you a job, bring a challenge in, yeah, and you haven't done it. <laughs> so I'm disappointed. All right. Next like week. Loser. Next okay. week. Yeah. We'll have two challenges to catch up on the one we've missed this week. Okay. Okay. You're on Backchat 2.0. See you after this. There's some big news coming out of Freo and West Coast. Huge news. More out of Freo. Yep. Uh, New number one ticket holder. Uh, And his name is Kevin Parker from Tame Impala. Yes, correct. Huge WA music export. Yeah. They they are doing huge things, right? So Freo have named them as their number one ticket holder. Can I quickly ask you? Have they named Kevin, Kevin Parker or Tame Impala? Kevin Parker. Okay. It's the same thing. He's a one-man band. Is he? Yeah. He tours with a band, but when he records him solo, he's all by himself. Huh. Um, from a player's perspective, like, what does that mean to you? Number one ticket holder? Yeah. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Uh, it, uh, it's a marketing ploy by yep. clubs. Uh, it has, it has, it's always good at the you know, season launch to know who the new ticket holder is, but they do nothing. Daniel Ricciardo was... Uh, very relevant to this show, yep. was number one ticket holder. Big fan uh, of the podcast. What, 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 what did he do for the club? I think it's a, it's a symbolic uh, yep. thing. And, and basically, the marketing team at any club would sit down and go, who's the most popular person that we can think of yep. that can help draw numbers to the footy club? Free have sat down and gone, right, two million followers on socials, yeah, right. selling music everywhere. Tame parlor, hey, I'm a, I'm a Freo fan. It's not like I'm the number one ticket holder. Go and watch the games. Yeah, but I think they've made the right call. Yeah, it's a, big, the, oh, it's a good pick. The big thing is, yeah, of of their little uh, little pump up song they've done for the Dockers. Oh yeah, should we have a listen? Yes. All right.
Yeah, we like that. I, I like it. Do you like it? You like it? I love it. That's very good. I really like it. Wow. I'm, not, I'm not saying this for a reaction. I, I like that. Really? I, I could take a leave, honestly. It's, it's, um, it's not the, my favourite thing I've ever heard. Well, it doesn't have to be. It's a pump-up song. I mean, you're a Freo I'm fan. Not, I'm not, it's a, I think you may be a Freo fan. I'm not a Freo fan. Okay. It doesn't pump me up. Right. It's, I mean, it's, I mean it's, yeah, it was a bit metronomy at the start. It, it sounded like he, he might have been stuck on the, the same key for <laughs> had a, a quick snooze at the start. But once it gets into it, yeah, it's not for the... All right, well, if you're into it... The, the cool. players aren't going to stand around in a circle and sing this song. They're going to sell up for games, okay? This is for the fans. Yeah. All right, well, look, I've got, I made my own edit. Can I play that too? Sorry? Yes, I have. I sat down last night. Here I was I thinking how disappointed I was in you that you've brought nothing <laughs> to the podcast. <laughs> and in fact, you've been spending your time writing pump-up songs for your beloved Fremantle Dockers. <laughs> All right. Well, look, I haven't, wrote, I haven't written this. I've taken Kevin's song and I've just, I made it a little bit better. You've jazzed it up a bit. I've jazzed it up. Can I play it for you now? I, would lo- I have not heard this. I can't wait. I just want to give you a bit of an insight into the Saturday afternoon team. We're a bunch of unique individuals. Malthouse, Harley, Zemplis, McLaughlin and myself. We're going to engage with our minds and our hearts. We're going to exchange ideas, thoughts and even our energy. And to speak from your heart, you need to have courage. You need to be honest and authentic. We're not always going to get it right. And sometimes you're not going to agree with us. That is very, very, so very. So I, I think that's that maybe is. potential if, if Kevin wanted to do a little collab with a little Brett. collab with Brett Kirk. There you go. I wonder what Brett's doing now. I mean, other than listening to Backchat 2.0, I wonder yep. what Brett's doing. Probably getting his next monologue ready. Ben Brown got dropped last week. Mm, so you Did referred you know to him? Yes. Oh no, oh, I know. Big fan. Um, like he is of the podcast. You referred to him as your bunny. Ben Brown week. used to play for North Melbourne. Now plays for Melbourne and yep. was yeah. Was my, it was a, a bunny of mine. I had a few. Yeah. Ben Brown was one of them. Okay. And when I say those, I used to be out of the team and just somehow miraculously come back into the team to play on Ben Brown. I said last week that I feel like Melbourne were playing really well and yes. one of the big additions to the club was yeah. Ben Brown. Yes. So they went... You said the reason that they were, they were 9 and 0. Yep. So they went 9 and 0. Not with Ben Brown in the team, just so, so you know just, that. I'm just saying. So they went 9 and 0. Hmm. He gets dropped. What happens? <laughs> <laughs> they, they lost, lost on the weekend, they didn't lost. they? <laughs> they lost, didn't they? So now they're nine and one. So you're saying with ben, without Ben Brown in the team, they're zero and one? Well, oh, look, I don't know. And when Ben f- well, and when Ben played, they never lost a game. Mm. So Melbourne are undefeated when they play Ben Brown. So, oh, yeah, look, it's not the reason they lost. Well, it is. <laughs> that's, you, can't, you can't say that for sure. All I know, the fact is they've never lost when he's played. Well, let's, let's hope to see Ben Brown back in the team next week, shall we? Hope so. I don't know if he's going to be there or not. Now, uh, I'd like to give a bit of a spray each week. Now, we're, we're, tee we're, off, mate. We're, 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 we're tee off. I yeah. like that. Yeah, tee off. Scoey tees off. Yep. There you go. Can we, can we, can we call it that? Yeah, Scoey tees off. All right, and we can hunt sponsors for that too. Yeah, Scoey tees off brought to you by Lurpak Butter. That could no, be a thing. No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't know what you think is... No. Uh, what's a golf brand? I don't know. Um, oh. Drum and golf. Drum and golf. Scoey tees off. Okay. Right. So thanks. Thanks for bringing this to us, Drummond. <laughs> appreciate, appreciate the big money you're putting into this. Scoey tees off. This week, 
I'd like to tee off on the MRO and the tribunal. But the match review officer is referring, referring incidents from the weekend to, to the, the tribunal, tribunal. Yep. Or, or, or dishing out fines. So we'll start with some home, homegrown stuff. Dom Sheed, fined $1,000 on the weekend. Yep. Do, you know what he, do you know what he did? Yeah, watch him. He rubbed, he rubbed someone's head into the ground. That cost him 1000 bucks. Yep. Now you might say, oh, AFL players paid well. Uh, oh, well. It's still $1,000 that Dom has get, to pay. The yeah. club does not pay that. It's not tax deductible. It, it comes straight out of Dom's pay. Pre-tax pay. $1,000. So are you, is your issue the, the fact that he was fine? Like, should have he got nothing for that? Yeah, it's a good question. He should have got nothing for that. I was actually, I did a gig with John Wersfold on Monday. Yep. Uh, a bit of Channel 7 stuff, actually. Okay. Tune in next Monday. Flashpoint. Yeah, very interesting stuff on the inequity uh, of fixture. Maybe we can cover it on Backchat next week. For those that still watch commercial TV. I, I digress. Yeah, it's on about 9.40pm on a Monday night. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hitting the ratings. Now, I was with Wusher, and this came on, Dom Sheed rubbing his head into the ground. Yep. It came on the TV, we were in the room, and I, and I said, Wush, what do you reckon about this? $1,000. He said, $1,000? I would have been fined $10,000 a game if this was... It, it isn't... That, that is, that's started the weekend off as disgraceful decisions at the tribunal. I understand it was a stupid thing to do. He had a free kick paid against him. That's, that's the penalty. That's the penalty. There's All no right. $1,000 fine. That, this, isn't a, this isn't a protect the head sanctity thing, which is coming up in my spray here. Okay. But that started the weekend off. $1,000 for nothing. It was an dis- absolute disgrace. Now, three guys were charged on the weekend. They all challenged their decisions. Marlon Pickett was given a week from Richmond for striking. Nick Holman was given two weeks for tackling Mitch Duncan. Yep. And Lockie Plowman was given two weeks for spoiling the ball against Jaeger O'Meara. Right? Lockie Plowman was charged with uh, charging uh, and, and causing injury to the head. Nick Holman was charged with a careless tackle resulting in a concussion. Each case were all football actions, and suddenly the AFL, this could be Steve Hocking, Gil McLaughlin, uh, whoever else is sitting up there, uh, Christensen, the match review panel, these are all football actions that are, that are now getting suspended. Players are getting suspended for it. And you might say, well, they're trying to protect the head. All of the incidents involved head injuries. So Amira, who was bumped by Plowman, um, got knocked out. Mitch Duncan got knocked out by the tackle. Uh, Marlon Pickett was charged with uh, striking and that being higher. So effectively, that's a head injury. You might yeah. say, oh, they're protecting the head. They're trying to you know, strike out of the game, any, any knocks to the head. Yeah. You can't do that. There, there, there is no way you can stop these things happening. All of these things happen at maximum pace on a football field. Yep. Every one of them. Nick Holman chased down Mitch Duncan at full pace. It was an awesome tackle, awesome right? chase down. Let, let me go through each incident one by one. Lockie Plowman, let's start with him. Okay, who go. is now challenge, challenging. So he challenged the tribunal. He's now taking it to the appeals board. The reason he's challenging that is because that incident was Lockie Plowman leaving his man to spoil the ball. He spoiled the ball with his fist. There was a clash of bodies. Dago O'Meara came off second best. You can't get that out of our game. I, I just don't know how you get out. It's an instinctive action to impact the footy. He wasn't... It wasn't a Paddy Dangerfield one. Paddy Dangerfield got done earlier in the year for a similar action. But at that stage, the player got rid of the footy. Yeah, Dangerfield continued on, took him out. That's the action they're trying to get out of the game. This one here, it, that sort of thing happens 
I don't know, let's call it 30 times a game when someone spoils the ball. Oh, yeah, you get clobbered. If your head doesn't get injured, you don't get reported. That doesn't make any sense. You can't, you can't take out the action and just hope that the, the injury goes away. Yeah. Unless you take away contact from all contests, there's no way this goes away. So I think players will be confused with that because now they're thinking, am I going to get reported? Am I going to miss two weeks if I leave my man here? There hasn't been a great deal of communication by the AFL. They've just gone, right, two weeks. You can challenge it if you like. They have challenged it and they've upheld it. I don't understand how that works. Anything to add there? Uh, look, I'll just say on the back of that is that happens a lot of games. Knees go into the back of guys' heads when you go up for big marks. People get absolutely clobbered. And that Correct. Never, that never... Correct. You know, and, and so what... That's just part of the unfortunate things that happen with the... Effectively, what this tribunal has done, this decision, has meant that if you get injured in a contest like that, the other player's going to get reported and get rubbed out. And yep. I just... It, it's just a shocking precedent to set. I understand you have to take actions out of the game that, caught, that have the potential to cause harm. But if that's the only thing you look at, potential to cause harm, scrap marking Everything. contests, yeah, yeah. scrap tackling, scrap any, any part of contact, scrap it because there's an ability to cause harm. Scrap coming up the race before the game because you might slip over and hurt your ankle. <laughs> scrap run out of the banners. They've already done that. Get rid of that. Get rid of the media. Get rid of the fans. You don't want someone throwing something. Like it, it's embarrassing what's happening, Dan. All right. Uh, you're really teeing off here. Well, AFL Jeff Gleeson, right? He's the lawyer that sits in the tribunal. I've had dealings with Jeff before. Uh, I, I, I attempted to strike Clayton Oliver with my elbow, um, and I went to the tribunal. I challenged it, and I challenged it successfully because I didn't strike him. Do you wear a suit to that? Um, yeah, I did. Okay. Anyway, Jeff, he's the, he's the lead counsel for the AFL. So it's his job to say, this is why we've done it, and prove he's the prosecutor, effectively. Right? And then you affect it. It's a court of law in the tribunal. Jeff Gleeson says... If you decide that this was not a bump, which it wasn't, Jeff, just so you know, that's the end of the matter. That's correct. There was not a bump, end of matter. Move on. However, this is still quoting him. If you decide that prior to impact, Plowman realised there'd be high-speed impact and braced himself for the, and affected a bump, then it's a bump. The fact he was simultaneously trying to spoil doesn't necessarily detract from the fact it was a bump. It was a spoil and he protected himself. What do you want players to do? Not protect themselves when they're going to be a collision. I fear for where the game's going because I've come off a contested career. I like the contest. That's why yeah. I enjoy playing footy. They're going to scrap it. And I understand, I understand protecting the head. Protect the head. But not to that means. Right, hearing number two, Marlon Pickett. All right, let's go Richmond Tigers. Has been reported for striking. For anyone who didn't see the incident, there was a big build up to it. It started getting a bit hot. Marlon was getting a bit hot under the collar. Feedback handball to a Brisbane player and Marlon charged at him as fast as he could. Yep. He then used his left hand and then his right behind him to throw a guy to the ground. They've charged him with striking. All he has done has tackled someone. He barely touched his head, if anything. And they've charged him and he's lost a week and they've challenged it and they've upheld it. So he's, he's gone for a week for tackling. So may as well scrap tackling. See you later. <laughs> Thanks very much, Jeff Gleeson. And then Nick, Nick Holman. Nick Holman was charged for two weeks for running down and tackling somebody. This is probably the worst of the lot. That is, yeah. It but is. the tribunal overturned this one. Two weeks was big. is big. Nick Holman successfully overturned his rough contact, dangerous tackle charge. This is Jeff Gleeson again, lead counsel for the AFL. This starts off as a terrific tackle. 
There's a rundown by Mr. Holman. Thanks, Jeff. Mitch Duncan is about to kick the ball. You can assume Holman knows that. He lunges at him and applies a tackle. So Jeff's happy with that, right? Yep. Mr. Holman tries to and succeeds in pinning the right arm of Mr. Duncan. That's correct. That's how, that's how you're actually taught to tackle so people yep. can't the dispose arm. of the ball. Exactly. And you can assume reasonably he knows he's got his right arm pinned. That's probably correct as well, Jeff. He succeeds in preventing any effective kick. He knows Duncan's collapsing and can't kick it anymore. It's from the, it's from the point at which the kick is ineffective and known to be ineffective that it's open to you to conclude this second driving, driving action happens. Jeff Cleason's speaking in a court of law here about something that has happened in about 0.2 of a second. And he's breaking the tackle down part by part yeah. to slow motion. And he's, they're both running at full pace. You, you couldn't, this you is the trouble those... with this. These decisions are getting made from slow-mo vision, uh, from, from obviously a com- very comfortable couch in Jeff's house. Maybe Jeff's house. Maybe Michael Christensen's house. I don't, know who, I don't know where they're sitting. They might be sitting around with a couple of beers, a couple of wines. This stuff happens so quickly that... There is just no way that as a player you can show a duty of care beyond what any of those three incidents showed. Right? Plowman, Plowman spoiled, couldn't have pulled out of that. Marlon Pickett tackled someone. You can't instinctively stop that. And Nick Holman ran someone down from behind and, and Jeff Gleeson, the chief prosecutor, is saying you would know what's going on if you tackle someone behind. Frame by frame, yeah, sure. It's very worrying for the game that those three incidents were all reported, as well as Dom Sheed's $1,000, because the AFL is trying to show that they care about the head, yep. protecting the head. They don't. That's not, that's not what they care about. Well, well then what, why are they... I actually don't know. Right. I don't know why I made that point, but I don't think they actually care that much about the head. They're, they're trying to... They're trying to put off this, oh, we, we care about protecting the head. But if they think about it, they, suspending these players, there's, there's going to be a lot more suspensions coming up if they're going to use these as exactly. prerequisites. Because the next time, so, next time someone gets reported, they'll look back at this and go, well, that person was given two weeks, so we expect the same punishment for that player. Thanks to Drum and Golf, that was Scoey taking off. And I know it was a bit long-winded. but that, a big that, drive. It just gets me a bit annoyed. No, you could a bit see. under the collar. When we first started this podcast, yes, you've which been was talking up seven days ago. Yes, you've been talking up this next bit for a long time, and I wasn't a part of the original back chat, as we know, mm. where this was such a big deal, Scotia Media. Yes, but it's finally time for mm. it to happen. Mm. So I'm really hoping it holds up. I'm assuming you've clipped up some sort of audio intro for this that we're about to play. Um, it's Scotia Media <laughs> right now. Right. Okay, this is another segment that can be um, sponsored, just like uh, Scoey Tees Off by Drum and Golf. Uh, Social Media brought to you by... What do you like? Insert name here. Yep, there you go. Right? Perfect. All those sponsors listening out there, insert name here. Imagine the coverage you could get by sponsoring Social Media. It's just mind-boggling. We should probably say that there are a few people interested. So don't come and try to lowball us because you think there's no one interested. We've got a lot. Right. In true social media fashion, I have not done a lot of preparation for this. You I can know, tell. I, I, <laughs> I know you don't know that's how this works, but basically, I ask for the people to input, I read them on the spot, and we get a bit of interaction from them, right? So I'm going to go from the top. Happy with that? Well, yeah, let's go. Matt underscore cutback underscore underscore underscore. Now, <laughs> now, not only... T- Fix your names, people. Look, Matt Cutback's been a fan for a long time, but okay. again, a part of social media, what I love is an underscore in a username. And Matt's nailed it. He's chucked in a couple of unnecessary underscores. Love it. Right, there's three underscores at the end there, if you could tell. 
Very good, Matt. Now, Scoey, do you think footy players can be a bit too loyal for their own good? Do some of them get to the end of their career and wish they'd entertain offers from other clubs a bit more? Seem like uh, when guys are in a club environment and have their mates and love the club, they sometimes stay for a lot less than they could have got elsewhere. Good question, Matt. Do you want my, um, my experience on this? Yeah. <laughs> I have please. none, so I'm going to defer to you. <laughs> I think potentially you could be right, Matt. Uh, players can be a little bit too loyal for their own good. But like anything, there's always another side to the tale. Now, potentially you could, you know, cash in, go and take your services elsewhere. Yep. Take your, what is it? Take, take my skills talents. to Miami. Yep. Take, my, take talents my talents to, to South Beach. That's it. Uh, and get the money. But the love of the club and the loyalty is actually what footy's about. And you get paid a lot of money to do it. But what do you want to finish your career? You want to finish your career as a highly paid player that's maximised their earning ability. Um, potentially played in unsuccessful teams because the players around you can't get paid because you're getting paid so much money? Or do you want to do you want to play for a successful club that has the ability to play numerous good players yep. in a good culture with people you enjoy playing with? It's like any workplace. If you, if you love what you do and you like what you do, you're probably going to get a better result. You may actually not play as good a footy if you go and cash out somewhere. And like, you know, let's say it's you're getting 40K extra a year or something. Correct. Like, how much you got to move all your stuff? Mm, what if it's... Yeah, that's a good question. Like though. What's, what, what's the amount where you go, it's actually not worth it. It's more comfortable staying home. I have to move my family over. Everyone's got a price. Everyone does have a price. What's yours? Okay, what? okay. Well, your job at the moment. Yep. I won't say what that is, but a rival comes to you and says, hey, damn, I want you over here. What's your price? How much extra do they need to pay? Probably in percentages. <laughs> oh, there you go. Uh, I reckon if they chucked... 40% on, I would go. It's quite a big... Say you're on, say you're on as a player, 400 grand. Yep. And they offer you 160 grand more. A year? No, nah, wouldn't do it. I'd rather win. Yep. Yep, happy with that. So Candace Spag, no underscores. Candace has been a big fan for a long time, but she still has not added any underscores. I'm disappointed in you, Candace, but you do have some good questions. Number one, a couple of years ago, Scoey, you discussed how some players have a second social profile, social media profile, under a false name. Bit of a burner. I see you now have two Instagram accounts. Can you confirm you were one of these players? I can confirm that I was not one of those players. Right, you didn't have a burner. No, but I, like, I have clear Instagrams that I run. I mean, I've run Backchat for a long time. I've yep. run my own, Will Schofield. I've got other businesses that I run. Yep. I don't have anything that I use that's under a false name that I can yep. say what I want. I've, tried to, I've, tr- I've actually tried to say what I want. Yeah, well, that's good. Yeah. And I mean, I guess for you, like, not enough people would have been talking about you to warrant you know, creating a burner to reply to people. So. What's that? <laughs> Great question, Candice. Can I... <laughs> Can I continue on, please? Yeah. Cruise 98. Mate, you've retired now. Can we hear your top three full forwards that you would have loved to give more of a clip over the back of the head if allowed? Basically, who were the biggest flogs? Well, Jack Rewalt, number one. Yep. Look, I, I, I'm sure off the field, he's a good guy. And from, from all accounts, he is. But as a player, I just wanted to give him a smack. Yeah. A big smack. <laughs> Can I say Nat Fife? You can say who is he, he a full forward? List. Is he a full forward? Uh, look, I think they'd like him to be at times. Let's chuck him in there. Number two, Nat Fife. Nat Fife, all right. 
I'd love to give Nat. I mean, what Nat's doing with his haircut at the moment, it pretty much summarises how I feel about him. <laughs> if you like that, if you think that's You're good, yeah. do you like that? No, I don't. I'm not a fan of the shaved and the long combination. Yeah. Give me one or the other. Yes. And number three, another Richmond player. Might have come off the, the radar a little bit, but it's potentially why Richmond are so successful now because they got rid of this bloke. Oh, Ty go. Vickery. He's gone and married a professional tennis player. So good, good job to you, Ty. But he was not only a poor football player, but he, he just seemed like a real... A real I mean, using Cruz's words, a real flog. Okay. Let's put him to number one. Ty Vickery is my number one. He, he knocked out Dean Cox <clears throat> one year, <clears throat> punched him in the head. Punched him in the head in a ruck contest and knocked him out um, when he was close to the game's record. Right. It was, it was late in his career. That, that about sums up Ty Vickery. So two Richmond players. That's correct. Is there an underlying thing there? Well, I, yeah, I, I've openly said I, I never used to rate Richmond because they had a lot of talk but not a lot to back it up. Before they won these three premierships, yeah, they were cool. underperforming, high-talking, yep. you know, high-confidence team, which made no sense. But now you can't really argue with it, can you? They've won three of the last four premierships. You can't really say you're flogs because they're winners. Yep. The long sleeve collection. Now, this is an interesting question, and it's something that I hadn't really thought about it before, but I like it. Scoey, when making your own coffee at home, do you put the milk or the water in first? I'd just like to say anyone that's putting the milk in first to their coffee, I'm not sure what you're doing with your life. It's that's strange, and I bet you do. I bet you do it. I'm gonna, no, no. Okay, let's, let's back it up. Okay, clearly, clearly I'll put the water in first. I top it up with a bit of milk. Yeah. So That's if you do an instant coffee. That says two things to me, yes. Right. One. Well, that's what the question's about. It's not about you, pods. That you, that you, so do you use pods? Yes, I do. But if I was Gross. to do an instant coffee, I'd be putting water in. Yeah, so you drink pods and instant, two horrible things. Can you please tell the listeners what you do with your coffee? I've just remembered. You're some sort of freak. You take no, it. I'm not freak. No. Okay. Tell them what you do. It is, I grind it is scary. Own, I grind my own beans. I weigh out the water. Weigh out the beans. Time it. How long does it take you to make a coffee? Way at work? too long. When we work together, how long does it take you? I would go out. I'd say I'm going to go make a coffee. I'll see you in half an hour. You would, it, and that's not a joke. <laughs> no, no. It takes it takes ten minutes if I'm if I'm dawdling. No, it does not. Yep. You grind your own coffee. You yep. weigh the water. You weigh the coffee. You milk. Yeah. I, look. In my in a previous life, I was a barista for a long time. Got to know nice coffee. Oh, well, and so, <laughs> mate, if you haven't heard of us, start your own cafe. I've heard they're profitable. <laughs> God, the problem is that you are making instant. That's the first problem, and your second problem is that you're drinking milk because you shouldn't. You should just drink it black, like real people. Okay, Maddie Steno. He asks, how big is the standard gap between the waffle and the AFL? He's asking me about player management. I'm not interested in player management. The gap between waffle and AFL, it's. Uh, it's noticeable. I think the intelligence of players with the footy, um, with what they do with the footy, is the biggest difference. The decision-making aspect. You can, you can read what players are going to do So then why doesn't... quicker. Sometimes when a, a player... So, for instance, Elliot Yo, and I haven't looked at the stats for this, yep. they go down, they play for the WFL club. Mm. They don't just absolutely torch them. Because AFL is more predictable than the waffle. I just said uh, waffle players are easier to read, but AFL is more predictable because the skill level is higher and you can, you can actually read what's going to happen. So the better players, Tom Mitchell, Lockie Neal, these real high ball getters, Jack McRae, Andrew Gaff, they know what's going to happen. They see someone's going to take a clean ground ball, shrug a tackle, give a handball. In the waffle... If you, if you do the same thing, you think a clean ground ball is going to get taken, it does not get taken. Yep. Even if it does, you're going to shrug the tackle, stripped in the tackle. 
you, you can't um, receive the same amount of ball that you would in the AFL. Right. So there's a bit of a difference. Okay. All right. J.D33 <laughs> underscore, wow, we, 1N5TA. Is that saying something? Horrible. I think it's meant to say Insta. So that's obviously his Instagram. J.D. Insta, but there's threes yeah. instead of E's. J.D33, mate. Wow, we, uh, Okay. Umpiring is incredibly difficult and it's only getting harder as the game gets quicker, not to mention the rule changes. Any thoughts on a solution? Full time umpires remove interpretation from the rules? It's a very good question. Yeah. Uh, There's a lot in there. Yeah, because I think the umpires have a hard job. Rule changes make it even more difficult. They're having to interpret more and more as footy goes on. They're they're having to try and make their mind up on the spot. It's no different to a player we we just spoke about with deciding whether to tackle or to bump. It's the same stuff for umpires. I don't have any solutions how to make that better, but I don't think umpires should report on the game day. I don't think they should be issuing reports. What's that, the, yeah, there's no need. There's no they reason. have the match review officer. They can sit in their comfy chairs, drinking their wines, make the decisions. <laughs> there's, no, there's no point in match day reports anymore. Yep. And I don't think, I think, let's just take that off the table. Yep, all right. All right? Give them one thing less to worry about. Now, as promised, two tickets to give away this week. Yep. And I've given them away. This is the number one question. All right. All right, there's a big build up. Here we go. Big drum roll. It has a lot to do with the uh, social handle. Leith, underscore, main, underscore, stone, underscore. I, see, I reckon people are adding underscores just for, just for me. Yep, right? And I appreciate it, Leith. Will Schofield, do you hold any obscure West Coast Eagles or AFL records on field or off? Apart from winning uh, the, uh, the West Coast Eagles, the 2018 grand final. That's correct. The number one question, you've won the two tickets, Leith, main, stone. Congratulations. Do I hold any obscure West Coast records? No West Coast records, but something that did happen in my career. I came second in one percenters in the league in 2011. Spoils, Smothers, Shepherds. The one percenters? The one percenters. I came second. To who? Dale Morris, Western Bulldogs. And I've, I've hated him ever since. <laughs> he took the title off me. What I might do, what I might do, yeah. I'm going to follow up with... Uh, Sir Swamp Thing, no Swiss. Yeah, 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 it's goody. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow up with Sir Swamp Thing during the week on socials, keeping an eye out for it. I'm going to ask him for any obscure records that Will Schofield holds because he will be the man to know. He'll know it. Leith Mainstone, well done. Two tickets, Essendon West Coast. We'll get those out to you. We'll get in contact with you on socials. That's it for social media. It was a bit long. The whole episode's been a bit long, but that's okay. We, got we that. like that. And well done for staying with us for this long. Yeah, well done. Well done to you, Dan. Next week, you owe us two challenges. You owe us potentially a guest. You owe us a guest list on a whiteboard. You owe a bit. Give me a sec while I write all this down. I hope you've been doing that. I hope you've enjoyed it. Backchat 2.0, Will Schofield, Dan Const. If you want to hear us on socials, jump on Instagram, backchat underscore podcast, Twitter, backchat underscore pod. Email us at hello at backchatpodcast.com.au. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. 
One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. 